I want to give. This is Carl Zinsmeister with Sweet Charity, a series of stories about how private giving solves public problems, adapted from the Almanac of American Philanthropy. I was surprised to learn recently that a majority of all Americans now tell pollsters they think that efforts to help the poor, comfort the needy, and otherwise serve the common good would be just as prevalent, quote, if there were no people of faith or religious organizations to do them. Well, folks, I'm sorry, but as a factual matter, that is emphatically untrue. When investigators document how people spend their hours and their money, religious Americans look very different from others. For example, the Pew Research Center finds that 45% of Americans who attend services weekly have done volunteer work during the previous week. Among other Americans, 28% have volunteered. Religious people are more involved in community groups. They have stronger links with their neighbors. Among individuals who worship weekly, 47% gather with extended family at least once a month. For the rest of our population, it's 30%. Of all the associational activity that takes place in the U.S., almost half is church-related. Just as a practical matter, theologian Tim Keller notes, quote, Secularism is not good for society. Secularism makes people very fragmented. They might talk about community, but they aren't sacrificing their own personal goals for community, as religion requires you to do. More than any other influence, religious practice links us in webs of mutual knowledge, responsibility, and support. Seven out of ten weekly church attenders consider work to help the needy an essential part of their faith. Most of them put their money and time where their mouth is. Two-thirds have donated funds, goods, or their own labor to the poor within the previous week. The behavioral variable most consistently associated with donations of money is definitely religious practice. Philanthropic studies show that religious Americans give away two to four times as much of their income every year as those with no religious affiliation. And people with religious motivations don't just give to faith-based causes. They are also much likelier to give to secular causes than the non-religious. And the average secular gift by a church attender is 20% bigger. There are many branches of social healing where people of faith dominate. For instance, religious Americans adopt children at two and a half times the overall national rate, and they host foster kids three years longer than other families on average. The bulk of volunteers mentoring prisoners and their families are Christians. Local church congregations provide most of the day-to-day -day help that resettles refugees in the U.S., Fully 58% of the beds in emergency shelters in major cities are maintained by faith-based providers, who also deliver many of the addiction, health care, education, and job services that the homeless need in order to become self-supporting. Religious hospitals care for one out of every five U.S. hospital patients. 3.8 million children, many of them poor inner-city residents, are educated every year in religious schools in the U.S., these students experience less violence and bullying, exhibit better citizenship skills, and produce average SAT scores 141 points higher than public school students. Local congregations provide 130,000 alcohol recovery programs all across the U.S.
Local congregations provide 120,000 programs that assist the unemployed. Local congregations provide 26,000 programs to help people living with HIV-AIDS. That's one ministry for every 46 people infected with the virus. Churches recruit a large portion of the volunteers needed to operate organizations like Habitat for Humanity, Meals on Wheels, America's thousands of food pantries and feeding programs, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and other volunteer-dependent charities. Now, given all this evidence linking religious practice with generosity and wholesome behavior, recent patterns of religious decline are worrisome. A third of 18 to 29-year-olds are now religiously unaffiliated, and only a quarter of that age group attend services weekly. If that doesn't change, the private philanthropic actions that improve America in so many ways will sag badly in the future. Surely, most Americans would like to avoid that harsher, less benevolent, more dysfunctional future. If we hope to head that off, a good place to start this holiday would be to show respect for the many societal contributions of religious believers. For a sweet charity, this has been Carl Zinsmeister. And for more insight from the Almanac of American Philanthropy, find the book at Amazon. Amazon.